Welcome to another episode of Complete Developer Podcast, the podcast by coders for coders about all aspects of creating your best life as a developer. I'm Will, the accomplished developer and aspiring software architect. And I'm Beach, the journeyman developer sharing my journey in development. Just one more week of 2020. Can I get a woot woot? Woot woot. <laughs> um in a year full of closures, cancellations, and disappointments, we have continued to publish episodes every week. Not that hard when you can't go anywhere. Now that uh, we've made it to the end of the year, it's time to go back and review our goals from this past year and set new ones for 2021. This should be interesting. So uh, what have you been quarantining from this week? Well, actually, I've been trying to do a little bit more networking, you know, towards the tail end of the year. I've kind of neglected that this year because the obvious, I need to sort that out. I will say that this year has played very, very well to my strengths as an outgoing introvert, but you do kind of have to restore balance to the force there a little bit and actually have interactions with other people at some point. And so I've been kind of working on that, just, you know, reaching out and touching base and, you know, that kind of stuff. So how about you? Um, yeah, I was on a... uh a Zoom call with a friend of mine who actually got COVID and uh, has been quarantined for a while. And she's an introvert. And she was just like, yeah, I'm kind of done with this. She's like, I like being home alone and I'm done with it. Yeah. (laughs) So my nieces are up visiting my mom this week. And so last night I went over with my camera and some glow sticks and we did some light painting. And that's a really fun thing where you use a slow shutter speed in a very dark setting to capture the movement of light. Yeah, I saw the pictures on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really cool. The really neat thing, like I wrote this um, kind of like what I was going to say, because I knew I was going to do it before I went over there. But my eight year old niece, she took to the photography side of it. (laughs) Like her older sister loved the like running around with the glow sticks and stuff and like trying to paint specific things. But the eight-year-old, she was like, can I take the picture? And like almost everything except for the stuff she was in, she was the one on the camera. It was cool. Amanda has been out of town. She returned earlier today. Actually, I was telling Will. It's kind of funny. So she asked me to go over and put some stuff away that she'd accidentally left out. And I might have cleaned her living room and kitchen not so much on the kitchen because i was over there on my lunch break today and i got a call from her hey where are you i was like where are you she's like i'm at your place and you're not here because she thought she'd come back early and surprise me and like take me out to lunch (laughs) (laughs) and uh i was like oh well um I'm over at your place. I kind of had a surprise for you. So I, I came over here to so it'd be be ready when you got here. Uh, yeah, she was really happy about that. <laughs> so that was that was really cool. But, uh, you know, like my sister does this when she goes out of town, she'll clean before they leave because you, you get back from a trip. What's nicer than like coming home and having a clean house? Yeah, no, I, I get it. Uh, my wife kind of does the same thing. Of course, I also find that I come home from a trip and make a mess coming in. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know. Well, that's the thing. If your house is already clean a little bit when you come in, like that mess is less stressful. 
I think when you like, cause you're, you're bringing a bunch of stuff in and things like that. And it's just, it's, it's less stressful if you come in and it's like, all right, things are already put away. I just got to deal with this, the mess I made right now, not the mess we made getting ready to leave. But, uh, you know, speaking of nice things, financial confidence is an awesome thing. And you can take your financial confidence to the next level. Lucas Casades is a fee-only certified financial planner and financial coach who serves tech professionals with his company, Level Up Financial Planning. And he does this virtually out of Fort Collins, Colorado. Level Up Financial Planning, just like us here at Complete Developer Podcast, believes in the importance of having a real plan, setting goals, what we're talking about in this episode, and taking action so that you can live your best life. Yeah, a lot of times people think that they're too young or they don't have enough investments to work with a financial planner, but Level Up has got a unique pricing model that allows you to pay monthly and without requiring investment management. So there's no reason to wait to feel confident about your financial decisions. In fact, one of the best times of the year to get a handle on this is coming up. Yeah, the best thing of all is that Lucas is a fiduciary for his clients. And basically, that means he's required to act in his client's best interest. He is not a salesman, and you only pay so long as you're getting value. When you're not getting value, you don't pay anymore. He has a bunch of other resources at levelupfinancialplanning.com. So guys, the theme for this year was perception. We looked at how we perceive the world around us and how those with whom we interact perceive us. Episodes sort of focused on the different ways of thinking about problems and situations. You know, sometimes a change in perspective or how you perceive a situation can show a previously unthought of solution. We're about to review our goals for the year. And this has been a very interesting year is probably one way to put it for (laughs) many of us. Since no one really could have predicted the pandemic and quarantine, some of our goals were just not possible or they had to be modified. Uh, We're adding a category to our results as a result of that. um, And that's the category of postponed due to COVID. Yes. So as is tradition, uh, before we get going, we're going to have a brief review of SMART goals. So a SMART goal, the S, is specific. Uh, This is the who, what, when, where, et cetera of your goals. General goals are good for long term, but they need to be broken down into specific goals so that you can actually achieve them. Yeah. The M in SMART stands for measurable. When you're creating a goal, you want to define specific criteria for each goal and be able to track it. You need to be able to qualify your progress as you move toward that goal. Your goals also have to be attainable. That's the A. And that's the part that we had to rework because of COVID. Um, (laughs) You have to be able to reach your goals. Otherwise, they're just lofty ideals. Attainable doesn't necessarily mean easy. Uh, You do have to make your goals challenging but realistic. Mm -hmm. Another R word, the R in SMART, that apply to your goals is relevant. Goals require time and commitment. And when it gets tough, when you really have to put that effort in, you want to know that your goals still matter. They are relevant to you. Ask yourself if the goal is worthwhile and does the outcome match the effort? And finally, the T stands for time bound. And you set a start date and a target date to achieve the goal. Uh, Without a time limit, there's no urgency to take action and you won't. Yeah. 
So guys, we're going to start by reviewing this past year's goals and talk about whether we succeeded, we failed, or it was postponed, what impediments we faced along the way, and what we did to overcome those. Next, we'll discuss our goals for 2021. For each of these, we will rotate between myself and Will, then go over the goals for the podcast network. Finally, we will introduce the theme for next year. So I guess I'm going first this time because that's usually how we do it. And my name is first on that list. So And alphabetically. <laughs> it's true. That's true. That's true. First name right, and last it. name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, middle initial. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yep. So the first goal I had last year was to finish the prerequisites for graduate school and start taking actual graduate level classes. This was a roaring success. I mean, I kind of expected this to be a success because I only had one class left to take. But honestly, when everything hit, we didn't really know like what was going to happen. Finished that class, took my first graduate level class this semester. By the time this airs, I will have finished it uh, right now. Uh, well, not literally right now, but in this time frame, I am studying for my final. So that's cool. I did find out something really awesome, though, as part of my advising process for the next semester. When you get a master's degree, you have six years from the time you start to the time you finish. That's how much time you've got to take all the classes and everything. I found out that the prereqs didn't count toward the time to my degree. So that takes some of the pressure off. I'm still going to finish in less than six years, but I was going to have to like double up and like really overload myself one or two semesters to make it there. And now I'm not, which is just wonderful. It's nice. That makes it more achievable. It does. So my first goal from last year was build something else. Um, at that point, I had written two books. And so I figured it was time to branch out and see what else I could make on my own. Looked into physical goods, looked into courses, that kind of stuff. I would say the result for this was kind of mixed. Um, I did start building another website, which I'll probably end up rolling under CDP because it fits one of our audiences. But I realized I needed to record the audio version of my second book and that the podcast website kind of needed a lot of work, you know, because it'd be marketing through the podcast. So I ended up working on that. So I would say this is mixed because I wrote this goal without really considering the prep work that I needed to have in place to successfully self-launch something of my own. Uh, plus, COVID kind of threw a wrench in stuff. It's hard and probably unwise to do product development with that level of uncertainty in the market just because you don't know where things are going to be next week much less six mm -hmm. months from now. And so it's just, it wasn't a good time to do that. Yeah. My second goal from this past year was to go, <laughs> you guys are going to laugh, go on a long motorcycle ride. Amanda enjoys riding the bike and traveling as well as I. And so I was planning to take a trip in the spring for us to go somewhere. Can you guys guess where the postponed due to COVID initiated it was when i was writing the results for this one because this is absolutely postponed due to covid during the height of the lockdown 
we did take a few longer bike rides out to some of the local breweries. Um, like we rode down to McMinnville out to Asgard in Columbia. Like we took some back roads. Like I think the longest we did was about an hour and a half one way. Uh, we'd ride out, fill the saddlebags and ride back. The, the aim was to support local businesses who were suffering because they couldn't have people come in, but we could go wear our masks and like buy bottles or cans from them. Yeah, we had a few trips planned and a lot of concerts that got postponed due to COVID. I actually had front row tickets to see Lindsey Sterling and didn't get to do that. That's been postponed. So so my second goal for this past year was to get one or more of either the Amazon or Azure cloud certifications. Um, I really like what they can do with both of those. And I wanted to add them to my tool bag. This was a win for the most part but the test taking is postponed due to COVID. I'm almost certainly ready for the AWS cloud practitioner certification, but the testing requirements when you do it from home are way too intrusive. Like they want pictures of the room and they want to be able to say, oh, we heard somebody else's voice, so you immediately fail. And I can't do anything about somebody being outside my window yelling at the other landscaper in Spanish because my neighbors are getting a bunch of work done on their house. I can't do anything about that. And so I was like, I, I can't take the test right now. Uh, I'll wait until I can go to a physical test center to do that. I do feel like this is a win because the goal is not the cert so much as it is the knowledge that I can use to build things. And our new podcast website will be living on S3. It currently does now. So I feel like that's a win. I've, I'm pretty comfortable with it. So yeah, I feel good about it. That's really cool. I've been learning a lot of cloud stuff too lately. So it's just the direction everything's going. Yeah. And the price. I mean, like I don't have to rent a full on server. Yeah. For stuff. That's true. That's nice. My third goal this past year was to find a mentor at work. We, Our team got absorbed into the larger IT organization. And yeah, I wanted to find a mentor who knows the tech that I'm using and that I want to learn. It's a mixed bag. It's sort of a little bit postponed due to COVID because I haven't been able to be physically there and talk to people. But I still did get to work a bit closer with my boss. I've developed sort of a working relationship where I can ask him questions and seek advice. We're both second career coders and enjoy teaching and mentoring. He even nominated me for a few awards this year. Honestly, guys, I'm just not sure we're at the level of mentorship, but I'm working on it. And Todd, I know you're listening to the podcast because you do. So you know what I'm saying, man. I am looking to to go that direction. My third goal was to continue with my uh, writing habit. Uh, you know, writing doesn't pay well, but the results are cumulative if you write evergreen content. You know, this podcast is the way we structure things. Mm-hmm. And I would say this was a big win. I've been doing a bunch of writing, not all of it in English, <laughs> mostly just as short writing exercises for fiction writers. I've got a book of those and I've been kind of going through those. I've also been doing, you know, every two to three weeks, I end up having to write a one to two page essay for my Russian class. And so I think that counts. So I feel like this was definitely a win. Cool. And that meshes pretty well with the complete lack of a social calendar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny. We're we're about halfway through our goals right now. And it's pretty obvious most of my goals, being the outgoing extrovert that I am, were around being extroverted. 
And most of Will's goals were around being introverted. Yeah. Or doing like, he's definitely going to have more success this year just because of circumstances. The next goal that I had is probably the most extroverted and scariest thing that I had on here. And that was to get on the worship team at church. They know I want to be on there. I've been working on it. They gave me two songs to learn for the audition. Uh, At the time of writing this, I had the first one down and was working on the second one. So end of last year, that's where I was. This was not exactly postponed due to COVID specifically. It was circumstances around COVID. So I was ready to audition when COVID hit and everything shut down. I was actually planning on scheduling an audition kind of mid-year because I wanted a little bit more prep time. Like Will knows this about me. He was pushing me for, what, three or four months before I started interviewing Yeah, because I didn't feel ready. I was ready, but I wanted more time. But that didn't happen because I ended up taking on an even bigger role on the tech team. I'm actually one of the team leads now, though I have continued to practice and I've even learned a few more worship songs to add to my repertoire. I can, I know five songs and I can play along with three of them with like the recordings and stuff that the band uses for practice because they gave me access to that. Just a little, uh, I guess foreshadowing for later in this episode, this goal will move forward. <laughs> uh, my fourth goal was to get my angular skills up to par. Um, I was at a reasonably acceptable level before, but I really thought I should spend more time on polishing those skills up, especially since I you know, have a job that uses it. Uh, this was definitely a solid win. I do angular all the time. It doesn't bother me anymore. Um, I also do a lot of React and GraphQL on the side, thanks to the new podcast site. So I feel like I've more than exceeded my own expectations there, especially when you add another framework to the mix and another. Yeah, that's really awesome. Yeah. So number five for me was to create and give a technical talk. Most of the talks that I have given have been soft skills, and I really need to get over the imposter syndrome and put one out there that is technical. I'm claiming semi-success on this, uh, successful but postponed, sort of like Will's cloud certifications. I created a couple of talks. One got accepted, but then the conference got canceled. So I wrote it. It got accepted. I just didn't get to present it. So part of that imposter syndrome I've worked on, I still need to actually give the talk and Right after I wrote this, I came back and added some stuff, but uh, I got permission to submit a talk I've been wanting to do based on some stuff I built at work. And so I'm actually going to submit that to NDC Manchester, which as of now is going to be in person. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's going to be both in person and online, but I'm hoping to give the talk in person because who doesn't want to go to England? Right. You know. So my fifth goal for the last year was to relax more. Um, And again, this is coming off of writing two books. Uh, When I set this goal and, you know, I had a job situation that was not very favorable either last year. It was a brutal year. Um, And I didn't get very much downtime and it was constant stress. And I did note here that I have, you know, having a day job that stops at 40 hours a week and doesn't have a commute is helping because I was two weeks into the job that I have right now. And I will say that this was mostly a win 
I do stick to about 40 hours a week, most weeks. Sometimes I get a little bit over, but it's not bad you know, for the day job. I do work a lot on the side on my own stuff, on learning new stuff, you know, et cetera. But to be honest, I feel a lot more relaxed than I did a year ago. And a lot of that, I think, is mainly from cutting out stuff that wasn't necessary rather than cutting back on the amount of work I was doing. So the work I'm doing is more focused towards a actual goal versus busy work crap. Yeah, of course, the introvert would think uh, not being able to go out would be cutting out on the unnecessary things. Well, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, to some degree, that is the truth, though, right? Like a lot of the stress came from that, too. Yeah, I probably do still work at least the same number of hours a week, but a lot of them are more calm and they're more working on my own stuff and I can stop and I can kind of, OK, I'm going to come back to that later versus it being a crisis for work. Um, yeah. And it's just got a different feel to it. That is very nice. I haven't been on a project team because we've been like working on getting requirements for this project for a while. And so here's something we need built. Take your time to build it. And I get it done well before they expected because I didn't have to deal with the other stuff, you know, but I feel you on that, man. It's not everything's an emergency. Yeah. And at my day job, like nothing is an emergency. Because it's run well. Well, I won't say stuff never gets to the point of being an emergency, but it's an actual emergency, not a, oh, we just didn't do things in an intelligent way and we're dumping it on you situation, which is what I was yeah. dealing with before. Mm-hmm. All right. So my final goal from last year was to increase my artistic endeavors. I was planning to set aside some time each week, month to dedicate to my artistic side. So this one's a bit tricky. And it kind of depends on how you define artistic. I am much better with a video camera. I know a whole lot about live streaming and have a very intimate understanding of worship song dynamics now. Not from <laughs> learning worship songs, but from leading the camera crew on our streaming you know, for the tech team. Most people were bored at home. I was working with the other tech team leaders to figure out how to stream our services. What's awesome is we have great leadership at the church and we didn't miss a service. Um, We transferred from in-person to online seemingly seamlessly. Now, as developers, y'all know we did not do it seamlessly. You know, the stuff that happens on the back end, it was frantic for the first few weeks. Yeah. But it's like Vegas. (laughs) Yeah. The, what people saw was almost a seamless transition. That didn't leave a lot of time for art. Uh, Amanda and I did get together a few times, especially during like the hardcore lockdown part for creative time. Sometimes that was painting. Sometimes that was like doing a project together, stuff like that. And I did create, spend a lot of time working with the creative team. So, you know, I talked about earlier how I learned how to do light painting with my camera. That was fun. Nice. My sixth goal was to try to get more money coming in from sources that other people don't control as much. Uh, One of my big problems as of the end of last year was that I felt like my life was in other people's control more than it was in mine. And so other people could burn my time and I couldn't really do anything about it. I do think the job situation improving probably kind of made this less important. Uh, The other thing is, is I did get an advance check for my second book and we saw uh, sales coming in and we were able to develop additional income for the podcast. So it didn't work out like I thought it was going to work out, but I would still say it's a win. 
it was a different direction because of everything changing. Yeah. So guys, now we're going to go through the goals we had for the podcast. First goal was to get our business license. Uh, the podcast and groups have been a hobby so far, and there are more things we want to do, but that requires us to formalize it as a business. Results on this, uh, Will and I were actually talking about this earlier, they are in progress. Um, we met early in the year to start planning. Then COVID hit. We had some online meetings to reassess and refocus our efforts for the year. And as of this recording, we are in the process of getting the business license. We're looking at options to see if that's really where we want to go. We may have it by the time this episode is published. We may have chosen a different route by then. Uh, Our second goal is to work more on our systems. We have the podcasting workflow completely down to a science. I don't know that there's anything else we can squeeze out of that. Uh, We would certainly like to try if we could, but there's other areas like our dev launchpad, for instance, that need a little bit more process and love around them. And that's been mixed. We've had success in some areas. Other areas were postponed. Um, Due to COVID, we put developer launchpad on hold this year because you can't meet in person and train people. Uh, that's kind of sad because, you know, we miss seeing everybody each month. Uh, we met soon after lockdown started to reassess our focus and we kind of created a plan of action. So instead of putting emphasis into Dev Launchpad, we focused pretty much entirely on the podcast. And towards that end, I personally have been working on a new website for the show while Beej reworked our Patreon offerings and has been keeping those up to date. Yeah. So this actually may come out better, you know, in the long term because it needed to be. Yeah, focused on. So goal three was to put more emphasis on the business side and interviewing in Developer Launchpad. You know, we'd focused a lot on the tech, but when we first started, there weren't a whole lot of groups doing that. They were specific user groups. And over the years, more and more groups came about. Some local, some you know national groups that had a local chapter But we realized, and this is what Will and I are good at, we're good at finding the area that's not being served and stepping up there. We realized that there weren't very many focusing on learning the business stuff. Now this, just like the previous goal, this was postponed due to COVID. We started to do this early in the year and we developed some mock interviews, had some business topics to talk about at our meetings. We even tried a Zoom call. We had a few people show up, but it didn't have the same feel and it didn't really work out. And we honestly, we didn't know how long this would last at the time. So we decided, hey, we're going to, we still have our meetup account. We're just going to put developer launchpad on hold for now and come back to it when we can get back to meeting in person. Our fourth goal was to build up our mailing list. We had kind of let that lapse. Largely, that was me because of all the other writing I was doing with books. It's kind of hard to bang out an email newsletter and a podcast outline. And uh, I was expected to write about 25 pages of text every two weeks mm-hmm. um, on top of the full day job and everything else. Um, so it was just we had to kind of drop the mailing list. The result on that was not yet. Um, it's part of the plan we talked about earlier, but we haven't reached that point yet. So that will go with the rebranding of the CDP website is you know, probably going to be in that pipeline somewhere. But we do have to get that site finished, get the business license, get a few other things out of the way 
so that we have time to focus on that like it deserves. Yeah, we don't want to not give it the effort that it needs because then we'll just get cruddy emails and it won't be what we want it to be. So we're going to focus on the things like put the focus where we need that where we need it now. And when we get to it, we can give it our full attention. All right, guys, we made it through 2020. Well, almost Um, when you guys are listening to this, it's about a week left, but we made it through our goals. And now we're about to go through our goals for 2021. Uh, Kind of exciting. So goal number one for me, speak at a conference again. Y'all, I miss conferences so much. I miss climbing the wall at Vandy or playing developers against humanity until 1 a.m. or sitting at the hotel bar chatting with other speakers and attendees. Like, I miss the thrill of public speaking. And I just, I want to give a talk again. Even if I have to change my talks to, you know, write them to be online through Zoom or whatever, because I've attended some Zoom conferences, I am going to submit and speak at a conference this year. That is my first goal. You know, I've already started working on a few proposals. Um, I talked about NDC Manchester, uh, NDC Manchester and NDC London both uh, opened their CFP recently. London is completely online, Will. So if you want to submit to that, you can. But I'm submitting to both of those and some others. So I'm going to speak at a conference again. That is my first goal. Nice. My first goal is to build another product. I'm not sure what that'll be. It may be a book, maybe a course, maybe um, an affiliate marketing website, might be a physical product. I'm not really sure. I'm still trying to get stuff in place with the podcast and the related things like the email list because those need to be in place first. And whatever else I do, I will be self-publishing for a variety of reasons. One is, is it's just more profit margin. Yeah. Um, and, and better control over the finished output and how that gets marketed. So my second goal for 2021 is to start writing my story. Yeah, I've talked about this for a while, and I'm putting it down as as goal. Goal number two, actually. That's how important it is. Uh, I mean, I've kind of already started. If you count the poem that I wrote for the creative group I was in, or I am in, actually, I'm still in it. Or the talk about uh, dealing with depression that I wrote based on that poem. (laughs) But what I mean here is that I'm going to start writing a book about my story. I'm not sure if it's going to be a based on a true story book where I just kind of, you know, the names are changed to, how how does that phrase go? The name Protect the innocent. Yeah, it would be to protect the guilty, but you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or if it's going to be an autobiography. Honestly, it's probably going to be based on a true story because I'm told I'm bad at remembering things accurately because I tend to focus on like the storytelling side of it and not the, you know, accurate information and that just that's just my personality. So, that's probably where I'll go with it. We'll see. I'm going to start start with an outline and go from there. I'm expecting this to really get rolling in the summer after you know, the next semester of school when I've just got some time is when I'm really going to put, put a lot of effort into this. And of course, Will will probably be my proofreader because he was around through almost all of it. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it'll be interesting reading it, you know, from your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. 
So speaking of writing, my second goal is to do more extensive tech-adjacent writing. I talked to some people about that, and I've actually got a potential opportunity that might actually be somewhat lucrative. And I think I could get more stuff in that space because there's people with a fair bit of money that are not tech people, but they manage tech people or they own Mm -hmm. companies full of tech people. And so I want to start kind of targeting that market. So that's one of my goals. Smart market. Like not only is, are the people in that market smart, but it's a smart market to target. Well, and my friend that pointed this out is is like, why aren't you already doing that? You know, it's (laughs) that's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, it's an open market because there's not a whole lot out for them. There's a lot out for other areas in the field, but yeah, that's, that's smart, man. I like it. I like it. So goal number three for 2021. I keep saying 2021 just so that, you know, I keep reminding myself that 2020 is almost over. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Goal number three, take on more of a leadership role at work. Because of COVID, I kind of explained this earlier, I ended up becoming one of the team leads on the tech team at church. I'm in charge of cameras, radios, social media during live streams, and MISC, or miscellaneous. Yeah, I'm sort of the catch-all because I'm interested in everything. So we have, there's three of us who are team leads. We have our audio guy, who's our sound team lead. He trained me on the soundboard. I need to be retrained on the new way he's doing things. But we have our computer team lead. And then we have me, who kind of, fills in for everything else. The other Sunday, the lead teacher in one of the children's classrooms came and got me and said, hey, I can't find the computer because like they have it hooked into a TV to watch uh, YouTube worship videos. And it was like, I, I can't, like, it's just not finding the HDMI. It's like not even saying that there's an HDMI option. So I go in there and I'm like, all right, well, maybe it came loose. I reach back there. Someone had completely unplugged the HDMI from the computer. But that's just sort of the the things I do. I just I run around and and help with stuff and just do all sorts of random things. So that's my role there. But uh, I got off on a tangent. What I really want to do is work on my leadership at work. You know, I've taken kind of the lead. I'm an advanced or senior developer, but I've taken the lead on a couple of projects, and you know I plan to thrive in those roles this year and take on even more leadership responsibilities with the long-term goal of getting promoted to a lead position. Well, uh, my third goal is to rework my home office to make it a little bit more comfortable and usable. It's pretty good right now. Um, I think you'd agree with that. I've got a fairly decent office. But I need to quit being cheap and actually spend a little bit of money making it and the old recording room a little bit more useful. I need a new chair for one thing. That was one thing I, you know, like I got a cheap chair because it was on sale and it's cr- like all the fake leathers cracking and it you know, kind of hurts my back after a while. So I've got to fix that. I also probably need to get a decent gaming system. So I'm not gaming on my main desktop and a Mac for recording and start, you know, like having separate devices for separate functions so that one computer messing up doesn't just kill productivity on everything. Yes. You don't want the one computer to rule them all. Right. Because eventually you have to throw it in the fire, right? Yeah. 
So yeah, and I'm also going to get some more electrical drops in here and try to fix the lighting in this room because it's kind of dim. Mm-hmm. So that's a big goal for the next year. That's cool. You stole that from my fifth goal, but you know that worked. I, I added it um, as a transition, and I added it in the wrong place because I can't count. So <laughs> I was actually trying to make that so that you could riff off of it and go to the next thing, and I just <laughs> didn't do it right. <laughs> I was trying to set you up, man. Oh, okay, okay. I follow you. I follow you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you were supposed you to follow me, but actually, you have another point in between because I didn't count. Great. <laughs> so maybe learning to count needs to be on the list. Yeah, yeah. All right. So my fourth goal is to join the praise and worship team at church. This is still a very driving goal of mine. I have improved my guitar skills, focusing on rhythm guitar instead of just learning riffs and licks. I've got the two songs they gave me to try out down. I play along with the recordings. It's awesome. And at this point in my lessons, my instructor has started like just giving me stuff to sight read. Like he'll just hand me uh, either something tabbed out or chords and be like, all right, play it. Never having seen it before. And so like I am definitely progressing. Still need to spend more time in practice, but my goal this year is to join the team. Uh, my fourth goal is to eat better. Uh, my diet has been pretty much garbage since COVID started. I did gain a little bit of weight earlier in the year, but I dropped way back on the soda I was drinking and that fixed that. And I haven't really yep. otherwise gained any weight, but I am eating a lot more fast food than I did a year ago. Uh, part of that is because my daughter is in the house. And so it's like when I have time to go and get lunch, I have to get something for her too. And that kind of limits my options. And especially with like cooking your own stuff, you know, for lunch, that adds complication because you have somebody that maybe doesn't want to eat what you want to eat. So I've, I've got to get a better handle on that because it's not overly healthy the way it is right now. Yeah. So goal number five for me, we kind of hinted at it, new equipment to improve my home office setup for my birthday. Will gave me a quad monitor setup that he had just sitting around. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that's that's one way of putting it is for your birthday. Yeah. Well, you brought it to me. On I my, dumped it at my your place party. on your birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I do need a new desk to you know support that and a new chair for similar reasons as well. This one's over a decade old. And my goal is to periodically make purchases of new office furniture and equipment throughout the year so that I have a solid setup by the end of 2021. My fifth goal is kind of a digital reorganization. Um, It's actually a whole bunch of goals. I've got them in Todoist. And I think there's like 115 items in there, stuff that has to get moved around. So it's like, you know, moving all the web hosting that we have to Amazon you know, moving all the domains off of GoDaddy so that they quit dinging me with random charges that I have to dispute all the time, consolidating my email accounts, getting my financial stuff managed better than it is, you know, consolidating password management. Basically, during my time, I was stuck at home. I identified a bunch of stuff that probably needs to be organized better so that I can be more effective. And there's just a huge list of stuff that would make me more efficient if I fixed it. Again, you know, I've kind of been living on a computer since, what, 1998 when I got my own machine, but I had one at my parents' house before that. And files have moved with me, and it's a mess. Yeah. All right. So my sixth and final goal for 2021 
is the big one. I'm going to stop drinking alcohol in 2021. I uh, I spent the first half of my life so far uh, not drinking. Uh, I'll be 40 next year. So I spent the first 20 so years of my life not drinking. And then the second half, the last 20 so years of my life drinking. It's not that I have a problem with drinking. I'm just going to give not drinking a try. You know, I want to see how it affects my IBS uh, and my mood over the course of the year. Also, it's a bit of a gimme here because the praise and worship team at church has a leadership honor code that involves not drinking. It's completely voluntary, but so is being on the team. And it's required that you sign that to be on the team. Like no one looks down on you at the church if you drink. Grief, I've been out drinking with friends from church several times, but it's like, a leadership thing. It's like, hey, we in leadership set a higher standard. So I'm going to step away from alcohol for for at least a year, give it a go, see what happens. Well, and I also think that that will do some other things for you that you maybe thought of a little bit, maybe not. The cost Mm -hmm. and the caloric intake is going to be interesting. Once you see what you get out of not doing that, it is pretty compelling. Um, I'm not Adding that is my sixth goal. Um, <laughs> um, and actually, I won't say that I'll increase the amount of drinking I'm doing, although I probably will uh, have some alcohol in this process because my sixth goal is to greatly increase my non-formal exposure to the Russian language. I practice a ton during the week. I use Pimsler. I use Fluent Forever. Um, I, I read children's stories in Beeling app. I read an article a day on either Pravda or Visegrad News. I have like handwriting lessons. I mean, I'm doing all this other stuff and I'm like, okay, all this stuff is formal now. Like start trying to kind of consume some media. So I've, you know, watched a movie. Um, I want to start kind of either watching TV shows or reading books or some mix thereof uh, to get more exposure. And I will say that a wee bit of alcohol helps with the Russian language because (laughs) you aren't so worried about tripping over your own tongue. And so you, you actually end up doing a little bit better. Um, the peak is pretty early on that, but I mean, that's definitely something I have noticed. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's funny. Uh, cause Amanda and I were talking about it, uh, just today, actually, I thought I was going to announce that on the podcast tonight and she, we were talking about, I was talking about hanging out with some of the guys from the church I went to when I was in Nashville, who've moved down here. And she's like, well, what are you guys going to do? I was like, probably go play trivia. And she's like, cause it's, I'm talking about like in 2021, like later. And <laughs> in the I'm like, you know, I can't wait. I can't wait till we can go do this and stuff. And she was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I don't need alcohol to play trivia. And she's like, I would. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'd be too like scared. I was going to say something dumb. I'm like, have you met me? Yeah. I say stupid that is dumb stuff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I don't need alcohol to say dumb stuff or to feel comfortable saying dumb stuff. So, all right, guys, now that we've gotten through our goals for the next year, we're going to go through. We only have three goals for the network, but they're pretty big goals. So the first one is to break even. Basically, to not have to pay for the podcast or developer launch pad or any of our other stuff out of pocket. Uh, our current output is roughly around 500 a month. And most of that is podcast editing, but that takes so much workload off of, well, me. Yeah. And 
you know, Will doesn't have to hear me complain about it. Right. Which uh, is the but, workload that I want to fix. Yeah. We plan to get to the point with our Patreon donations and our sponsorships to where we can cover this amount every month. And we're not far, guys. We really aren't. We're working our way there. Yeah. Our second goal for the network is to rebuild Dev Launchpad. There is a lot more potential there than what we've done with it so far. And, you know, Beej and I have been talking about this for a couple of years, really, you know, back and forth. And it's like, if we just had time, there's so many things we could do with it. Um, now that I've gotten a couple of books out, I have some ideas and Beach has some ideas that we really think will help that thing move along and make it more useful to the community. And now I have time to do it. So I'll be executing on that quite a bit uh, yeah. in the early part of next year. So our final goal, and this is our biggest one, is to get into coaching other developers. And you might be like, but you guys already do that with Developer Launchpad. That's a once a month meetup that we do with a big group. This is uh, what we're talking about here is more personal. And it's something that Will and I are both very passionate about. You know, we, we run the group, we've, we've mentored, but we really want to get like, make this something that we can offer to other people and it will help us with our first goal. So with that said, it is time to announce our new tiers or levels on Patreon. And these will go into effect on January 1st. So, number one, at $50 a month, we will be offering video coaching. Yeah, that's basically where you ask myself and Beach one question a month and you get a video response. Um, and that is at a price point of $50 a month. Um, and it also includes everything in our join in the aftercast tier. So like the $20 a month plan, you're also in that. You get to... Not only hear the aftercast, but you are able to join us each week as we do it. Our second tier is uh, 60 minutes of one-on-one mentoring a month. Um, and that's with myself and or Beach. Um, and we're pr- pricing that at $100 a month. And that also includes everything in the join in on the aftercast tier. Yeah. And the final one that we're going to do is the weekly mentoring. So this is just a step above the the previous one where it is 30 minute session once a week with Will and or myself um it maybe both of us maybe one or the other every week and that will be $200 a month but you will also get the join in the aftercast tier there too and we have some other stuff coming down the line that that will be included. It's just, it's not available yet. But as that gets added, these tiers will contain those lower tiers. Um, And with that said, let's talk about our theme for 2021. Uh, You know, we had a theme last year. Most of 2020 has involved a ton of time alone or away from other people. So the theme for this coming year will be understanding yourself. Uh, This year would have been perfect for that, but we just didn't know because if we did, we would have probably had some investments that would have been different. So we're doing this by looking at the Enneagram personality test. And we have a link for that in the show notes to a free version if you want to take it and kind of follow along. Yeah. So the Enneagram breaks down personality into nine sort of interrelated categories or types. 
and they're numbered one through nine. Over the course of 2021, we're going to explore each one of these types and we'll dive into one per month. And then next month in January, we'll have an episode introducing sort of all the types, what the Enneagram is, what it's measuring, and you know how we're going to go through them each month. And we kind of want to start out with a little bit of an overview of our personality types. You know, Beej and I both took the test. One of us took it at the absolute last minute. I'm not going to name names, but it didn't start with a B. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I, according to the Enneagram, am a type one or a reformer. So B, yeah. it may be better for you to explain this than me. Yeah. So ones are highly ethical with a strong sense of right or wrong. And they tend to be well organized and maintain very high personal standards, but can become critical to the point of perfectionism if they're not healthy. Why'd you say it like that? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and the basic fear of a type one is being corrupt or being evil. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they desire to be good and have integrity and balance. Yeah. So a healthy one takes on, uh, this is an interesting thing about the Enneagram. Uh, when a one is healthy, they'll take on some of the positive traits of the seven, which is the enthusiast. And those traits can be things like spontaneity and joyfulness. My mother is a one and I have seen her in like really good spirits and she is a bit of a goofball, which is the seven. Yeah. I've seen her do that once or twice and it's like, I didn't know that you had that in you. (laughs) Yes. Whereas on the other side, an unhealthy one, when they're under stress can become very moody and irrational. And these are aspects of the type four or the individualist. So I am a type two, the lover, or also known as the helper. We're number two. We're number two. Who does number two work for? (laughs) Type two like diabetes. (laughs) 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 Lover of chocolates. (laughs) So twos are friendly, empathetic, warm-hearted, and self-sacrificing, and they're driven to be close to people but they may end up becoming people pleasers just to feel wanted or needed and abandon their own needs. And I can tell you from experience that I've seen Beach do that one. It's very, very hard for a two to say, to ask for help or say they need something. Yeah. Like when, when you have a type two tell you I need this or ask for help, either they are very healthy or they are in dire need. Yeah. It's funny because I've seen both of those aspects with you. So like sometimes it's like, hey, you know, I need a glass of water because I'm a little bit thirsty. and I need a glass of water because this building's on fire that I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's never in the middle. It's one of those two. Yeah. Um, So this definitely hits the point. Their basic fear is not having any friends or being unworthy of love. Yeah. And that's because they desire to be loved and appreciated for what they do as well as to be able to express their feelings for others. I'm going to give a quick example of this. I'm a hugger and guys like, you know, at at church, the grandmas, you can hug and stuff, but you know, I have to be really reserved about that. And I just don't like, just go up and hug people unless I know they, they like that. One of my tech team members, uh, the other, one of the other leaders, he's 
very reserved, very don't touch me. I don't know what happened. I just know he had something rough go on and he came up to me and he's like, you may hug me for three seconds. (laughs) That made my month. Wow. I don't know what to say there, man. (laughs) It was like just when someone who is that like held back in that, like, I don't like people touching me comes up and is like, I need a hug. I'm going to go to the person who will get the most out of it. A healthy two takes on the positive aspects of individualist or the four. And these are self-nurturing and emotional awareness. So it's kind of funny that's the opposite. Like Will takes on the unhealthy four and I take on the healthy four. Yeah, that kind of makes some sense though, just from our stress reactions. Yeah. And a stressed or unhealthy two can become aggressive or dominating and they take on the negative characteristics of the eight. That would be the challenger. Yeah. So this year has been interesting to say the least. Uh, It's caused many of us to reevaluate how we live our lives and do our jobs. Remote work has become the norm, not just a special perk. Lots of things were canceled or missed this year, but 2021 is a new year with new and exciting things to come. And we here at Complete Developer Podcast are working diligently to create our best year yet. And we encourage you to do the same while learning about and understanding yourself better. So guys, we want to give a huge thank you and a big shout out to Lucas from Level Up Financial Planning for sponsoring this week's episode. Through his sponsorship, Lucas is helping us achieve our podcasting goals. Like this whole episode has been about our goals for the year and Lucas is helping make that possible for us. And we just want to thank him for that and let you know that he will also help you achieve your financial goals. That pretty much wraps it up before we close everything out. Will, what do you have for us this week for Tricks of the Trade? Well, you know how we've been kind of making jokes about 2020 being a mess, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because it largely was. But there is one other thing about this year that has been interesting. And that is it has given an amazing amount of clarity to a large number of people about a large number of things, right? We started this year off and, you know, heck, I was writing a book on remote work and people's reaction was, oh, well, I don't think that would ever work for me. And it is working in a large respect for a whole lot of those people now because they were forced to do it. And it has made us question a lot of things. You know, we question, do I need to be sitting at a desk 40 hours a week to do my job and be effective? When you're in an office and your boss is watching over your shoulder, yes, you do. But when you're at home, and you're basically being judged on your productivity, that doesn't matter anymore. So maybe a a better way to think of this year is that it is something that has given clarity to all of us about what is really there and what isn't. I talked to a guy the other day who was just like, you know, 2020 was a total apocalypse. And I'm like, yeah, it kind of was because in the Greek sense, that means an unveiling. You see what's actually there. You see the wizard behind the curtain, essentially. And that's what this year has been. A lot of stuff, is never going to go back the way it was before because it was completely unbalanced and unworkable. And this year has revealed this probably a little bit faster than any of us wanted, but we got it. And I just encourage everybody to think about what you've learned this year and, you know, the things that got taken away, do you still miss them? You know, the things that got added, do you like them? What have you learned that makes your life better? Because that's really what this whole thing of living in dynamic times should be doing for you as an adult and that's pretty much all i've got 
If you have a question or comment, please email us at neckbeards at completedeveloperpodcast.com. Our theme music is an excerpt from Standby for Titanfall by Pure Bells, available on SoundCloud and licensed through Creative Commons. The intro music for IOTs is Hillbilly Hip Hop by Jason Belcher. For references, show notes, and to sign up for weekly emails with extra tips and insights, be sure to check out the website at completedeveloperpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at CompleteDevPod and like our page on Facebook to keep up with news about the show. Catch us each week as we broadcast live, talking about what's going on in the tech world and answering listener questions. Learn more about all of our shows and groups by going to CompleteDevelopernetwork.com where you'll find links to Junior Developer Toolbox, Developer Launchpad, and our other communities. Thanks for listening. See you next time.